everyone, and welcome back to the In Everything podcast, where we talk about Jesus in everything. We're your hosts, Lexi, Mahima, and Alice. And today we are going to be talking about repentance. And this is actually the first episode, fun fact, that we are not recording together while we lived in the same house. (laughs) But we are actually apart, so that's why you'll hear like the different microphone and audio qualities and all that but we decided to do something today that we also haven't done before and that's where I prepared the questions and what we were talking about and these girls actually just found out what we're talking about now so it's more on your toes you get a more authentic (laughs) uh, conversation (laughs) yep we were pretty surprised so yeah (laughs) Mahima had to learn some patience, but that's okay. She waited. And here we are. So here you go. This is not rehearsed in any way. I don't think we rehearsed the other ones, but I guess we just know more about what's going on. If our conversations could get even more casual than they already are, they just did (laughs) for this episode, folks. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to be talking about repentance. So I want to ask you girls, what is repentance because it can kind of get caught up in this christianese language and so let's actually like figure out what it is and give some what do you guys what what would you define it as yeah when i think of the word repentance um i think turn back turning back to god is kind of the first thing that comes to mind so you know if you've done you know just sinned in any way done anything bad or against god turn around and come back to him. Yeah, um, I think that I think of that. And I also think of like a genuine um, spirit of realizing what I did was um, realizing that or even like not even just like doing something wrong and sinning or even not listening to what God tells me to do, which is also sinning in a way. But um, I think that it's just like a genuine understanding and a realization of the weight of my sin and the weight of my disobedience um, and turning back, like Alice said, um, and genuinely saying sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the key word there is the genuineness. Like God knows our hearts and he knows that when we come to him and ask for forgiveness, there's a difference between just saying like, yeah, I'm sorry, whatever. Like we all have had those half-hearted apologies given to us, whether it's siblings or a friend or whatever. Like we we can tell when an apology isn't sincere. So how much more can God tell when mm-hmm. that coming to him and asking for forgiveness is whether it's sincere or not? Exactly. Because God, the thing, I think we forget often that God always knows our hearts and knows our thoughts way better than even our we ourselves know know them so um it's easy to fool other people around us but we can never fool god um and just like half-heartedly repent because that's not really repenting you know that's just like uh trying to make i think um but with when we genuinely understand the weight of sin that's like realizing how much it hurts god when we do that yeah, and it's it's crazy how God works because I'm actually reading Jeremiah right now. Chapters, but it's all about God 
asking um, or, you know, telling Israel to repent and just to return to him. And in chapter three, which is the one I read most recently, um, he's talking about the, the north and the south. There's Israel and there's Judah. And basically what he says about Judah in, in verse 10 of chapter three is that Judah did not return to me with her whole heart, but in pretense later he's commanding israel to do it differently and he says in verse 13 acknowledge your guilt that you rebelled against so that's that key again of repentance is not coming in pretense and he says also in this chapter that judah is even worse than israel they both turned away but judah's even worse because they essentially pretended to come back to him but israel still has the chance to come back to him with this genuine heart oh oh God just hits us with, you know, those things. And that. That's really good. And that's really cool how you're talking about that. Because in the devotion I did with my family last night, we are also talking about Jeremiah, the, the weeping prophet. But that kind of idea of being genuine with our, with our sorrow and regret to the Lord. Um, but yeah, we've, we talked. Genuineness is important. That's the yeah. key that you take away. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so what is the result of repentance? And so, like, kind of why should we do it? Why does God call us to repentance? Um, yeah, so there's a, um, a verse in Matthew, Matthew four seventeen, where Jesus um, is saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Um, and that is just so... I, I think often I've, I've read that before and I don't realize how important that is. You know, I think a lot of times you're like, oh, like, I'll say it later, you know, or like even like, for example, if I have wronged my friend and I don't take the initiative to go and apologize and we kind of just like move on with our lives. And then I it, but like deep inside, you know, it does leave a mark and it does um, it does wound. And I think that a lot of times we are like, oh, I'll do it later. Like there's always time. There's always time, but we never know, you know, like we never know that there's always time. And in this case, when we need to repent, it's because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that is like the most important thing ever is at hand. Mm. Um, and so I think, um, we need to realize, including myself, I need to realize more that, um, you know, there's a lot more at stake, than me um, feeling bad or my own pride of not repenting. Um, but there's so much more at stake, you know, like the kingdom of God is at hand. So, yeah. Yeah. And as far as the result of repentance, what comes to mind for me is restoration. Repentance leads restoration of ourselves. And that is our restoration with God. Because mm -hmm. at, at one point when, you know, humanity was first created, uh, it was it we were clean and then sin broke that and every time we sin we keep breaking that and sin is that barrier that um, keeps us apart from God and when we repent and we clean ourselves we tear down that barrier or we don't but Jesus who saves us and is the reason that we can repent that's what is able to break down that barrier and um, I think that we often don't want to repent because we want to hide away our sin um, and hide in that shame. Um, 
But the truth is with sin is that we are meant to hide in a way. We're meant to take refuge and hide somewhere in a safe place. But that safe place is God, um, is Jesus. That's where we're supposed to hide and take refuge and then be made clean and be restored. And I think Lexi kind of has a verse here that she might want to share about that. Repentance leading to life is what she wrote here. I was just going to say that in Acts eleven eighteen, he's very much referring at the very end of this verse. It, it's saying that repentance leads to life. So God, we learn that Jesus is the way and he's telling us that the way is repentance. And if we think about it in the sense that it's kind of a path, it's a path back to God. We're turning, like Alice was saying earlier, it's a 180 turn and we're going back to God. And I think the big thing as well in that is realizing that there is only two options you're either walking towards god or you're walking away from him so there are a lot of ways that we maybe aren't thinking that oh this is definitely a way that is sinful or um you know it can just go over our head but realizing that if it's not walking towards god you're walking away there's no third option so repentance is jesus reminding us hey let's like turn back to God and walk towards him again. And that's just a beautiful image when you think of it in that way. It doesn't need to have a negative connotation that I think a lot of us have placed onto this word. Yeah. And yeah, so like a result of repentance is the forgiveness of God. Um, and I like it says in First um, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness he so a result so we see there a result of repentance is forgiveness but i think that a lot of times we can confuse um that result with why we repent and i've done that before where i've thought oh like i i want to feel better and i i obviously when we we sin and we make mistakes we do feel bad and so I think I have taken advantage of that forgiveness before and I'm like oh Jesus is going to forgive me if I repent so I'm going to repent so I feel better but like what we were talking about earlier um, when we genuinely realize the weight of sin and how heavy that is and how it ultimately affects God the most when we sin and violate him um, I think that should be the reason why we repent and God's grace, praise him for that, is the reason why we have forgiveness through our repentance. Yeah, and Lexi, what you were just saying now before Mahima had me thinking kind of about what I was saying with God being our refuge when when we sin and when we make mistakes. And when you look at it the way that you were explaining it, it really just changes our view of that word and that, you know, concept or whatever it is. And it makes it a very beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. everything and I think yes understand the weight of your sin um don't just act like it's nothing because I know a lot of people who maybe aren't Christian yet or are just kind of exploring the idea will ask oh well if God's gonna forgive you let's just like why don't you live your life however you want go about sinning and then repent at the end and I think that you need to understand, like Mahima said, you're, who, who are you sinning against? You're sinning against God, perfection, holiness, and it's a big deal, but no sin is too big for God's grace. 
And that's even more important to understand in a way. Like our sin is big, but God's grace is bigger. God is bigger than all of it. And so repentance mm-hmm. is really beautiful. And I think also the question that if we believe in this good God who is reaching out and wanting a relationship with us, which is intimate and personal and is unlike any other faith um, where they're distant gods, they don't necessarily have that same wish and desire to be in relationship with us but if we actually believe that why are we trying to get away from god like why are we walking away why don't we want to turn back at any call right and i think this is a good segue into the next question that i had and it was what makes repentance hard um we kind of touched on this a little bit but let's dig more into it why why is repentance hard Oof, um, big question, but immediately what I think of is pride. And I don't know if we've said it on the podcast or if it's just the three of us in our own conversations, we always repeat this idea. And I'm sure many of you listening have heard about pride essentially being the root of all sin. And we are very prideful and mistakes were prideful, right? Because when we see that we've sinned or maybe messed up, um we don't really want to admit that even though obviously that sounds crazy if we believe in a god who sees and knows all things it sounds crazy that we wouldn't want to admit what we've done to him and admit that it's wrong but i think we take a lot of just pride in ourselves and it requires a certain degree of humility that is to uh truly repent with that genuine heart and not just like ask for forgiveness for little things but to look at the big sins in your life the ones that are hard to break down um, and hard to let go of to say no these are wrong and i'm turning to you god and turning away from these things like that is a challenge yeah um and i think like after pride and and humility even i think that sometimes we can feel ashamed or guilty of um you know like what we've done and i think a lot of times i I used to do this where I would like mess up and like realize I'm like, Oh no, like I messed up and then try and fix it by myself so that God will be happy with me, which is is definitely, yeah, that is prideful in itself thinking that I can fix it by myself Mm because that will never happen. I'm not capable of doing that. Us as humans are not capable of doing that. Um, Just a disclaimer. If anyone tries to do that, (laughs) it doesn't work. I've tried, (laughs) but, um, but then a lot of times, like, I would feel so ashamed and feel so guilty of, like, what I've done. And then it got me into this cycle of just doing all this stuff, trying to fix it, feeling ashamed and guilty, realizing I can't, and then just stopping and, like, continuing to sin but not even trying anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's where, you know, like, I realized it's it's only through the forgiveness of God and the grace of God that helps me to continue Um, living for him even despite my sin because you know we are humans we are sinners by nature um, and that's where God's grace comes in so um, Mm -hmm. yeah just like the shame and the guilt is what I wanted to bring up as well yeah and I don't want to be a broken record here but just like I was saying before about God's grace being bigger than our sin I think what can make repentance so hard is not realizing that fully and somehow thinking exactly not truly believing with your heart and somehow thinking 
oh, I'm too far. Like Mm -hmm. it's, there's too much sin. There's too much brokenness. Like I can't repent from all of this versus if you're walking with the Lord daily and repenting daily for these sins, it can maybe start to get easier because you're like, oh, I only have to ask for forgiveness for this one sin or something. I mean, I'm being dramatic. I sin more than once a day probably, but you know, (laughs) Um, for someone who has really been apart from God, maybe their whole life or, or just for a very long time to come back and look at all of this sin, they think it's very heavy and they think that God's grace isn't big enough for that, even if they can't put it into words that way. Just I think sometimes yeah. we definitely yeah. think that way. And I, yeah. I think with guilt and shame, we know that Jesus says that he has defeated guilt and shame. So there is no condemnation for our our mm-hmm. sins, right? Like once once it is forgiven, God's forgiveness is powerful enough to fully forgive and um, not hold it against us. And, but I think humility is, you can lower yourself so much that it again becomes prideful in the sense where you Mm. think that you're too bad to be for God's grace to reach you. And that is also a sense of pride because (laughs) why do you think that you're different than the rest of the world? Right. So, um, and why do you think that you're not, you're too much for God? Mm-hmm. So that's making him less and making you more again, but just in a more negative way. Yeah. I think it's like, it's so easy to um, see God through our own eyes and through our own capacity as human beings, which like, we're not ever going to be able to realize how big God is because like, we're not created to. Um, but I think that we forget that Jesus died when he died on the cross, he died for every sin of every single person of their entire lives that ever lived at that time, like in the past, ever was living at that time and ever was to live. So that includes us and generations after us as well. So like every sin of every person that will ever live on this earth, um, whether they accept him or not, he chose to show that love and show that grace. And like, if I think about my own life, like I can't count the number of sins that like I say I have sinned in my entire life and are um I'm yet to sin as well and like imagine that times like every single person Mm -hmm. like God is that big and is that that powerful and still rose from the grave after defeating sin and death and like I it's so easy to forget and that's why it's so important to remind ourselves of that every day that God is that big and God is that able even though we're not able that's why God is able Mm -hmm. I think one last thing I'll say on um, just what makes it hard. I think it also, it takes such a level of self-reflection and a level that like when you do something wrong and maybe is accompanying it, it's not a very pleasant thing to like go back and realize the way that you've hurt God, right? Like when you, when you hurt a friend, how much can you, be feeling sorry about it so when you are actually in a genuine relationship with God and um it's not very nice to revisit those things and to realize but I think that repentance calls for a deep self-reflection and um we not just um not just asking for forgiveness for the action but also the the root of it so Mm -hmm. if I'm 
behaving in a certain way that goes against what God says. And then I'm not just repenting of the action, but I'm repenting of, oh, this points to me not actually trusting that your commands are good. This is me not trusting that you are the God of the universe. And um, so, yeah, really getting down to the root and the ulterior motive of why we, we are sinning against God. Yeah, incredible answer. And I I want to give one more just because I know there are so many answers to this question, but I think one we haven't really touched much on yet is that a lot of the time we actually enjoy our sins and we enjoy the things that God is um, convicting us of and calling us to repent from. So that that can just be hard in itself. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. If you want to do something, your your flesh and who you are desires to do one thing, and God wants you to do something else, and He's telling you or calling you to do something else. Essentially, abandon that, do the opposite of that thing. Then we just don't want to. And you know, it sounds like a simple, self-evident answer, but that's the truth in a lot of cases. Sometimes we recognize sins as destructive, so we have a, a bit of our own desire or God's spirit within us saying, yeah, we, we should get rid of that. But sometimes we want to knock that spirit kind of out of us and like not listen to it. We just want to listen to our flesh and we want to continue partaking in this mm-hmm. thing. So that, and that definitely makes it hard too. Yeah. Yeah. And just before we move on, I forgot, we have a verse for the humility thing. It's a great verse. And just so you guys know that we're not coming up with these straight from the Bible ideas here. Um, but Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, "If my people, this is God speaking, and if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, so that's the repentance, turning from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land." And what an amazing promise that is! That but it does call us to action. It, it is yeah. turning around is a physical action. So it's just an amazing verse um, to remember God's promise. Yeah. And so the last question that I will ask you girls is um, what are some practical steps? Like let's, let's make it a bit more uh, applicable and talk more through what does repentance look like for us today now yeah so i think a big thing is what you were saying lexi about realizing the root of why we're sinning and why we um are like ultimately going against god i think that a lot of times we can just like say oh i'm sorry god and then like keep doing it and then think to ourselves why do I keep doing this and but we have to get to the root in order to um, realize that and also realizing that like when we repent it does ultimately lead us back to God which is the right the right track and it's that realization you know of like God has made me for better than sin for like I have an identity in Christ and my sin is not my identity it is it is the, you know, like when I'm here on this earth, it is something I'm going to struggle with, but God has called me to something better than this. Um, mm-hmm. And when I realize the root of that, it's a step closer and like 
sorry, if I realize the root of that and then take action to destroy that root, like through God's strength, then I, um, I will realize, you know, like th- that I am better than that because God has made me better than that. Mm. Yeah, there, there are a couple of things I want to say uh, about these practical steps. And the first would need to be close to God to have his spirit in you. You need to have accepted his spirit um, within you. And as I was saying before, sometimes you want to ignore it, right? And I think the less close we are to God, then the easier it is to ignore it. Um, but the closer more we pray and spend time with him and dig into his scriptures and just live our lives with him and for him, then his spirit will just be ever increasing within us. And, you know, to the point where we can't ignore it, like he will convict you. He doesn't want you to live in your sin. So if you're close to him, then he will convict you and he will call you out and say, look, you got to stop doing this thing you're doing. Once you realize that, um, then you'll to repent more like you'll have more of a desire to repent yeah. uh, if you can realize what it's doing to you and your relationship with the lord and a second even more kind of practical practical tangible step for this is just accountability with other believers mm-hmm. so i think once you've recognized something is a sin you need to tell people or a person another a brother or sister in christ who you trust uh with this thing and be honest about your struggle and have them check in on you like you obviously can come to them every time you do it and have them hold you accountable but they should be there so that they can come to you even when you're not willing or you're too prideful or shame ashamed to want to go to them about it because of course god calls us to repent and come to him but he also gives us a community of believers for a reason. And I think accountability with sin is a huge part of that. Mm -hmm. I also think that um, we need to remind ourselves through the, this journey of like sinning and repenting that, you know, like we are going to can just because um, we repent and that we um you know like we ask god for forgiveness and we do make those steps to change we are humans and we are going to mess up and like honestly as human beings we are never going to be perfect because we are not god and that is we realizing that is is humility right that we're not going to be perfect um obviously that doesn't um, mean that we should just be all laid back and like oh I'm not going to be perfect anyways but that it is we need to remind ourselves that like God's grace is sufficient um, but also um, you know remember we are human beings and that don't let that discourage us when we do sin um, yeah and also I just wanted to say um, being accountable is so important to each other and not trying to hide our sins from God or from ourselves or from other people, you know, like hiding our sins never leads to anything good. So um, being honest and open about that, um, I think is a very, very important thing. Yeah, and just with that, Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen says, whoever conceals his transgressions, which is another uh, similar word to sin, or ways that we fall short, will not prosper but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy so just again that promise that keeping something in the dark 
does not lead to life because we know that life is light and um i would definitely from personal experience and i'm sure in one of these episodes we'll individually share testimonies and talk more about this and more specifically what sins we are asking god for repentance um but it gives so much power to a sin when we leave it concealed because then accompanying that is shame and guilt and loneliness in that and thinking that you are the only person doing this so then adding more guilt and more shame and so by bringing it into the light there is so much healing in that where yes it is scary that initial that initial taking it out of the darkness and revealing it to God first off and then also to fellow believers um or just trusted friends like it does take away the scariness it does take away how big it looked in the dark and we realize that God is so much bigger Mm -hmm. but we have to bring it into the light so that we can see it and we can give it to God who is light um and I think the practical the biggest practical step that I could give is don't exclude God from this step of repentance like mm-hmm. we can't we can't do it on our own this is forgiveness is a heavenly thing it yeah. is not of this earth and so we can't do it without God and the power mm-hmm. of the spirit that is within us um so just realizing that yes we can be far from God but we also know that he promises to never leave us so he is faithful when we come to him in prayer. He hears us. He is with us. And he wants us to come home. So he's going to help us um, as we are turning back towards him. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And oh, sorry, sorry I'm just going to add one more thing. Um, I think that uh, like even adding to that point of like, don't, Um, keep it in the dark because I think like in the dark is when when we leave something alone like for example if you have like um, like okay you have like fungus or something on like fruit or something like that if you like just leave it there it is going to grow like it's not going to just like stay in the same state that it was you know like the like today tomorrow there's going to be even more and the next day there's going to be even more so we have to like we have to like throw it out right because like if it and it's also not gonna it's not gonna go away yeah it's not gonna go away it's going to just keep growing right so like i think a lot of times we're like oh i'm just gonna like push this aside and not let anybody see it not even like god and i'm not even gonna think about it um but oh well voice crack but (laughs) (laughs) but like if I like, you know, like I'm still going to sin, but like, I'm not going to like talk to it about anyone, not even God. Um, and I'm not going to see it as an issue. That doesn't mean it's not an issue. You know, it's still going to keep growing. It's going to start smelling bad. It's going to start like infecting other things as well. Other parts like of the other fruits in the fruit bowl, you know, so we need to dispose of it so that it doesn't affect Um, other things and it doesn't grow so it's the same thing with sin you know like you need to realize okay if I don't get rid of this and if I keep ignoring this it's just going to keep growing so I need to repent and throw it away get rid of it you know which is a process in the case of sin I can't just open the trash can Um, but you know what I'm trying to say we got to like 
realize that and take that step um, to do that, not hide it. Mm -hmm. So I think just in closing, just to remember that forgiveness is just because of God's power. It is not anything that we do. We don't deserve forgiveness. We don't deserve the chance to be able to even be in relationship with God. And yet he has made a way for that. He has called us by name and Jesus died and rose again so that we could, which is so amazing. And I think that repentance is a cool way that God shows us how we are involved in the process, but we just, we turn by the power of the spirit and we also get forgiven because of God, not because of anything we do, but it also, it is a, a call to action, right? God does say, okay, you have to be the ones to turn back to me because he doesn't force us to come back to yeah. him. So I think we're talking a lot about practical steps and um, it may be a bit confusing if you don't understand that, but realize we, it is not in our own power. It is only because of the spirit yeah. and repentance is such an important thing it is so important and so crucial and it is not a one-time thing it is an every day every mm -hmm. time every moment because yeah. we want to be close to God and it again it's just such a beautiful picture of us going back to him so mm -hmm. um Alice do you mind closing us off in prayer no, I do not mind. And just before I pray, I just hope that everyone listening would know that what everything we're talking about in this episode is read to literally all of you at any time. Like Lexi said, uh, repentance is not a one-time thing. So maybe you already do know God and you just need to repent and turn back to him, or maybe you've never known him, but this is available for you too. So again, Never hesitate to reach out to God, of course, and also reach out to any of us if you have any questions about things we've talked about in this episode. And on that note, I will pray. Um, God, I just want to thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for and for your spirit and each of us who has guided this conversation. And um, I pray, especially for every conversation, that you would be working in each of them and just touching their lives in different ways they would be convicted of the things that they need to repent of. And I should be saying we, because uh, the three of us too. So every person involved in this, just call us back to you. I pray that we would all turn back to you and do this in genuineness with an honest heart and not in pretense, but that we would just truly come back to you and that everyone would recognize they are not too far. Their sin is not too big and your grace and your forgiveness and mercy is bigger, more powerful than anything that we could ever do against you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, most of all, just thank you for these people. And uh, in your name, we pray these things. Amen. And may we, may we glorify you, you in everything, everything we do. <laughs> that must wow. have been so chaotic to listen to. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, this is not going to work with the three of us. I know. So. <laughs> we'll have to figure a way out of how to do that <laughs> while we're not together. <laughs>